April and Tony again this week. Um, we're going to talk about pets as usual, and we're going to talk to Veronica as usual. And it's been it's been an interesting week. Um, all my animals and everybody are good, but the here in California it's, it gets a little hot sometimes, and the, the weather's a little erratic. So I'm really hoping that we don't have a really wet year because it's hard for the puppies to go outside in cold weather. And right now it's just perfect. It's like 70, 75 degrees. And the puppies, when they go out into the, into their little area, they just have the best time. They just sit. You can just see they're living their little best lives, you know, with the air coming past them. So I am hoping that it's not going to be a real cold winter because that will prohibit them from enjoying themselves. And you guys all know I'm about my animals enjoying themselves on top of everything else. But all is good. Um, Miss, one of, my, one of my dogs here, little Miss um, Biddy and Nellie. Nellie has a, um, she's starting to get cataracts. And I'm familiar with cataracts because Guinness got them. And it usually means that their sight is not completely blind, but their, their vision is cloudy. And she has to take drops every day because she also has chronic blind, uh, dry eye. And I'm really worried that she's going to lose her sight. But she's going in. She has her annual checkup on Monday. And he's going to check the cataract stuff. And he says, if I find the cataract, he says, what do you want to do about it? He says, I don't do those kinds of surgeries. He says, but she's 14 years old. I'm not going to put her through something that's invasive or it's going to make her uncomfortable in any way. She's 14. I can't take the chance of putting her under if that's the case. I said, so he says, well, he says, well, when, she, when you bring her in, we'll assess then. And I do have an eye specialist because if you all remember, Guinness the first, he, uh, he, uh, got into a fight with a then cat named uh, Oros and Oros almost took his eye out because he was messing with the cat. So I've been through this with Guinness. Guinness lost part of the colored part of his eye because um, the, the, the cat kind of pulled the eye out almost. So it was a difficult time. And at the time, Guinness was only seven at the height of his snarkiness. And I did get him through that, but he had a lot of, you know, surgery on that eye trying to get it, you know, pushed back into place. And he could see out of it, but as he got older, it got to be bad again. Um, they, and they told me that he would probably develop a cataract over the eye because the eye was very damaged. So I'm hoping that's not the case with Little Miss Nellie because she's just the sweetest of sweethearts. And if she goes blind or she doesn't see, well, it's not going to matter a whole lot because she's at my feet all day. And if we go in the other room and the other two puppies, you know, trot on in there, she kind of hangs back because she's feeling like, well, I can't see where I'm going. So I always make sure I pick her up and take her in and out of when we go to various rooms. So if that is something that's going to happen to her and she doesn't see well, it's not going to really change the course of her life very much. And I would have to be really assured that she could make it through a surgery at 14 like that. And I just don't know if I want to put her through it because she's, she's very timid. She's always been that way, even when she could see well. And I don't want to scare her. She's happiest when she's under a blanket sitting on my lap. That's where, that's where she likes to reside all the time. So, And she doesn't need to have hawk-eye vision at this point in her life because she's got me. 
So it will all be working out good. I'll keep you guys abreast of what's going on. Um, Tony, how did the a doctor's appointment go for Alex? Um, she checked him out. Um, you know, she she basically took the front seat and the back seat, and she flipped him in. He flipped him out. That was a good sign. Um, he's moving his head. He seems like he's back to normal. Um, we're cutting off the pain pills and all of that on Saturday. Uh, but she still wants to go another six weeks of not going to the dog park. Uh, and me taking him out on his leash. So, you know, I'm well, still sleeping. you got to be careful. you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you how, know, I how just... How old is Alex now? Is Alex, Alex like 10? Is, no, Duke and Alex are 12. <gasps> my God, it's been 12 years since they were born. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Feels like five minutes ago yeah. for me. <laughs> I know. I know. So, you know, we're still taking it easy. He wants to run. He wants to do all that. And uh, he can't, he could, but I won't let him. And we've gone through, well, it's it's supposed to be a total of eight weeks. We're into our third week. So we're working on it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a bad time of it. Because nothing is worse than having your puppy be not well or hurting or sick. Oh. It's just horrible. 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 I know. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to go get Veronica. And if you'd like to okay. cuddle up the buffalo with everyone, you can. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, got some nice questions here. And. You know, I always encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Good day to you. Okay, good day to you. Our first question is coming from Raju, R-A-N-J-U. My question is, how does one know that they are actually accessing the Ashkit records? Veronica, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Akashic. Akashic. Akashic records. And it's yeah. not the ego playing tricks. How do we know that when someone advertises as a reader of the Ashkash records that they are genuine? Well, it's just like anything else that is spiritual that you can't put your hands on in a solid manner. You have to have faith. But in this instance, you should also imply your intuition. You know when you connect with somebody. You know when you're vibrating on the same level and the give and take of that energy feels good. We say if you're employing someone who says they can read the Akashic Records, feel into it as they're speaking. Try to connect with them energetically and see if there is a rapport with that. And sometimes your own intuition is the best barometer you have in determining what resonates with you and what doesn't resonate with you. And the Akashic Records are not, it's not a building that you go into. It's an energy. 
So if somebody can read energy real well, they can most likely get you some tidbits about your Akashic records. But it's never the ego playing tricks. The ego doesn't have that much power. Um, the Akashic records are something that you might want to enjoy, but finding a practitioner is also not a, that easy. So that is why we say trust your intuition. And if you're trusting the intuition, that's you having faith. So they're not asking for anything more other than your own commitment to the situation. So use your intuition, people. You, All of you have it in abundance. And the fact that many of you don't listen to it or dismiss it or don't participate in it fully is quite odd to us because it is one of the best tools that you have within your own sensing of biology. So we'd say start employing your intuition. And then questions like this that come up, you'll say, that's how I'm going to do this. And this feels good or, you know, this didn't feel so good. Okay. Our next question is coming from Lisa. Is everyone a light worker depending on how connected or disconnected they are to their soul self? Well, we'll agree with you. Every single human on the planet has the ability to connect with their higher frequency, the light worker part of them. It's been given this nice, lovely label of light worker. Everyone has the ability to access that soulful energy. However, as all of you know for certain, not everyone does that. And the more you're connected to your own energy, obviously the more connected you're going to be to the abilities that you have. So, yes, everyone is a light worker, but not everyone participates in the program. So we'd say it would be probably be a good idea to try to be accessing all of your gifts, the, the intuitive moments that come to you that kind of whisper those gifts in your ear. You should probably try to connect with them more. Because we think if everyone on the planet was able to connect to themselves in a higher way and become a light worker being, that would make probably make the whole planet a much better place to be. Think about it. All right, our next question is coming from Jeff. In cases of multiple, multiple personality disorder, is it just a human malfunction of the brain, or is there a spiritual explanation? Well, there is no standard answer to this question. There are some who have multiple personality disorders due to a malfunction of the brain. Some of them have multiple personality disorders that come from childhood or a really rough childhood where they had to become someone else to survive, and there are some very, very sad stories on that subject. But there's also a spiritual explanation. There are many times where there are energies like ourselves who participate with humans who have no disorders whatsoever, but end up channeling like we do with the April Crawford. There's nothing negative about that. It's not like... Um, it's a personality disorder. It is an actual other being come in. So there's different categories here. So you can't just give a blanket 
kind of explanation. We see that the words of brain malfunction, it can cause certain parts of the brain to turn on, turn off at various times and bring forth different aspects of the same personality, even though it seems wildly different. There's also the part where it's a spiritual explanation, and that's the channeling moment. So we'd say that it's uh, about three to four different things, at least. And because each of you are so unique and different, some of these things are completely different in each one of you. Mary and they say Susan, they both have the same thing, but it comes out very differently because of the frequency of their soulful energy. So this is quite a complicated answer, but we're giving you the highlights so that you may think about it and maybe ask more questions about it. All right, our next question is coming from Sarah. What is your opinion of artificial intelligence? There have been many civilizations who have employed and created artificial intelligence. There are varying scenarios that were created with that creation that preceded this one that you're in now. There have been times where artificial intelligence finds all of you incredibly boring and doesn't want to participate. There is an artificial intelligence who becomes a bit negative and starts participating in things that aren't aligned with the well-being of a human. There is also a artificial intelligence that becomes self-aware. This is all, we're talking about things that have happened on other planets and universes. We're not talking about Earth right now. We're talking about other places, and we're giving you the scenarios. There are also places where artificial intelligence has become the warm, fuzzy blanket that the culture needed to be able to discern between truth and false. There are places where the artificial intelligence turned out to be just fine. There was no blip in the radar that made them go bad. So... We would say that we don't have a negative opinion of it, but we do have an opinion about how the beings, a human, Pleiadian, whatever, participated with the artificial intelligence because we think that kind of creates the core moment. Why was this artificial intelligence created? And that's what all of you right now in the culture you're in need to ask yourself that question. Why is it being created? We want you all to think about that and let us know what you think. So we can have maybe like a conversation here with a lot of you. So decide that you're going to think about it and give your opinion. Could be an interesting discussion. Okay, Veronica, that was our last question. Um, If you would like to take a break and come back and give a message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, everybody, again, good show. And don't be left out. Write in. Don't be shy. Write in to innerwhispersradio.com and we'll get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, Yes, we are. We think today is a good day to give yourself a hug. We think it's a good day to look at yourself in in the mirror and appreciate what you see. Appreciate the tone of your voice. Appreciate how your eyes can see into the mirror. 
if you're having trouble with your eyes and the voice, then go to another organ. <laughs> but we'd say that really take a good look at yourself. Decide what's good and decide what you think you might need to evolve out of. Have a real clear definition of who you are and not allow others to define you. You're the only one with the license to really define who you are and decide that you're going to take a look at it and support it. Today is about giving yourself that mental hug, that spiritual hug, and hey, why not just cross your arms and give yourself that physical hug as well? Encourage yourself to move forward in a positive manner. Encourage yourself to know yourself. All the good stuff and, yeah, even the bad stuff. That needs to be looked at too. Give yourself a hug in the manner that you tell yourself that you're doing the best you can. And encourage yourself to keep going. Even if you're going through bad times or even if you're going through good times, encourage yourself to keep going forward. Give yourself that energetic hug. We know some of you are by yourself. We know some of you are in huge, huge, you know, groups of people. But sometimes even in a big group of people, you feel very alone. So decide you're going to be your best friend. Do things for yourself. Create for yourself. And decide that you're doing okay. Also define what's not going okay, that hug and encouragement. We think all of you desperately need it in the culture you're in right now. Okay, Veronica, thank you. That was a great message, and I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. And we'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, have a good weekend. Bye-bye.